Hey guys, welcome to the Morning News Podcast. I'm your host, Sierra Brewer. I'm so glad you guys decided to join me. Oh my goodness, so I'm going to make this intro very short today because the person who I interviewed on Tuesday was amazing. I had so much fun interviewing with her, and I think you guys are going to love this episode. Um, if you guys noticed, I have changed things up a little bit. I did add an intro song. I just wanted to try that out for this week. I wanted to do something a little bit different. So I hope you guys like it. Um, and please, if you haven't, go leave me a review on either Spotify or Apple Playlist or I mean Apple Podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast, wherever you listen to my podcast at, so I can see your reviews and see if you guys are loving the podcast. I'm so happy you guys keep joining every week. I'm so happy to hear that you guys are loving the podcast. Um, yeah, so I'll make this short because I'm in love with how this went with me and my guest, Maddie Saccone, or you guys may know her as Mads Tads on um, Instagram and on her own podcast called Mads Tads Beyond the Bike. I'll link everything in, in the description below. She and I just talked for so long, and it was so much fun, and that has been one of the best ones I've ever had, because she's just so, so energetic, and you guys will listen to it, and you guys will, I think you guys will love her, love her energy. In this episode, I interview Maddie Saccone, and we talk about all things health and fitness-wise. Um, I do want to put out a trigger warning, because I know some people are sensitive to things like health and fitness-wise. And if you guys need to just stop this episode or just turn it off, you guys can. I do not want to force you guys to listen to this because I know some people are sensitive like that. So I just want to give you guys a heads up. So, yeah, um, let's get into the quote of the day for today, which is your direction is more important than your speed. I agree with this because I've noticed that if I have a direction set, a plan set on where I want to go, how fast I go doesn't matter. It really doesn't. It's just that as long as you're making one step forward and keeping moving in the right direction, you'll succeed in the end. Yeah, so I... (laughs) I'm so excited for you guys to hear this episode. Uh, You guys have no idea. So excited. Um... Right now, it is currently Wednesday, February 10th. You guys will be hearing this next week. And I'm literally recording this intro at 11.42 p.m. Why I'm not asleep right now, I don't know. I was tired earlier than I watched a YouTube video. And, like, I was literally was tired, but once I watched that YouTube video, my energy peaked. And now I'm up recording this intro when I should be asleep. Seriously, I really should, but I don't know why. I just really wanted to um, do this for some reason. Don't ask me why. (laughs) But, yeah, uh, let's get into today's episode, you guys. Yeah. All right, sounds good. Hey, Maddie, welcome to the show. Hey, girl. (laughs) I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, I'm really excited to have you on. I can't wait for other people to hear like your story and everything. I'm so excited. Yes. 
So the first question, I know you're like, you're a master um, soul cycle instructor in Boston. Why, why slash how did you get into like your health and fitness journey? Honestly, I feel like it stems from sport, right? So growing up, I was always involved in a ton of sports and activities and whether it was recreational or whether it was through uh, middle school sports, college, I cheered and ran track and I was just like always a part of team and sport. And that transferred into college. I went to Belmont University in Nashville, Tennessee, and I cheered through college. I got to go to the March Madness and the NCAA games, which was super cool uh, to be a part of. And then after college, it's kind of like you've always been on a team and you have all this energy and you're like, okay, like, how do I, like, where do I put this? And so I really was a fan of gym culture. And I was living in LA at the time because I had moved out there for a job and had wanted to do the whole LA thing, internship, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I got involved with Equinox. Now I could not afford Equinox, but my little brain was like, okay, I'll get a job at the front desk. So I could be part of this like super chic, cool fitness club. And so that's what I did. And that kind of dropped me into this whole network of like the, like awesome yoga teachers and like, like you know, doing indoor cycling with some of the coolest. And then from there I would jump around. Um, I like used to take cycling with, um, friends of mine at crunch gym and it just kind of became, this was really like the beginning of the boom of boutique fitness. Mm-hmm. So, so that's really started kind of my health, fitness, wellness journey. It really stemmed from always being active and heavily involved with sport, loving to be a part of a team in a community. Mm-hmm. And then obviously that led to that, 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 that soul cycle. And, you know, soul is that family, that community, that, that everything. And that's kind of where I've been for now, the last almost six years going on six oh. years. So it's pretty, pretty crazy, pretty full circle. That's amazing. <laughs> What made you want to get into the cycling, like cycling arena, like instead of like all those other like CrossFit or like, yeah, what made you, what drew you to cycling? So I would have to say that I think it was just, I really started riding with different friends of mine at Equinox and, you know, you fall in love with certain people and you start really following them. At the time I was riding with two awesome instructors, Nichelle and Aaron, and they eventually became instructors at Cycle House. You know, that was a whole thing. So I followed them around and it's really just like this culture. It feels close and like a team. And I guess I just liked it because I was always a dancer or cheerleader and it's just like dancing on a bike for me. Um, I, and of course I love berries. I love the CrossFit. I really like everything. You know, I'm kind of that way with music too. It's like, there's not really much I don't like. Um, and I don't know, I just gravitated to it for whatever reason, because it was fun. You'd get that lift. I'd meet my friends there. We'd all like book bikes together. And it was like this cult. It was like this accountability thing. And it was something fun to do with your friends that didn't involve, I guess, like drinking or whatever. Right. And I kind of just fell into it. I remember again, soul cycle is expensive and I would save up. And I had a friend Noah at the time we were working at this uh, ad agency in LA called ignition interactive. And, um, we would on Monday, we would always book together to get into Angela's class once a week in West Hollywood. So it's funny how doing these little things or these little habits, even once a week kind of can develop into a lifestyle. Yeah. Um, yeah. Really 
get into it, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I've had that same thing. So my parents recently during like quarantine, I think it was maybe in June, maybe even before that we bought our um, Nordic track, I fit treadmill. Awesome. And I love it so much. And I told myself that every day I'm going to get up in the mornings and do my workout. And yeah, I'm before getting it, I was not a person who liked to work out. I only liked yoga. I, I have, I've never really played a sport when I was younger. Yeah. I don't really like sports that much. And <laughs> yeah. You're like, like, I'm actually the exact opposite. Sure. But I'm here. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. And once we got that treadmill and I, my thought process with the treadmill is the only thing you can do on it is run. That's what my thought process is because all the people I knew who went on a treadmill ran. I never yeah. knew people who walked or did hikes on a treadmill until I got this treadmill. My mindset completely changed. And I started doing hikes and walks and I love it. I love like working out on the treadmill and it's just awesome. And I've been, even since I've been away from home, I've been going to the gym in the mornings and doing my workouts and it's been great. And I've actually loved, found a love to work out. And I hate it when I miss it in the mornings because it's just yeah. like that thing that you have to like do yeah, after you days. Have that shift. You've yeah. had that shift, right? Yeah. So yeah. I think the thing about like working out and and in general, and I talk to a lot of people about this, is you have to find what works for you. Because exactly. I always I always relate it to like a skincare routine. Like what works for me, I can tell you what I like and like things I like, but that doesn't mean it's gonna work for you. It's like it's so individualized on what you are, what you like, what feels good in your body, what makes you feel good. So like some people love to go crush the weight, some people like to go running, some people like to go cycling, some people love Pilates and yoga. Mm-hmm. Um, you just have to find what real what like what you really like, what you're what makes you feel good. I'm always about, I don't care what it looks like. I care more what it feels like because exactly. that, that is, that's the stuff that's going to change you. Mm-hmm. And like you just said, now I feel weird when I miss it. It's yeah. almost like it becomes that it co- becomes so integrated, like woven exactly. almost like daily routine. Yes. Right. Yeah. 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 And like when I do it in the afternoons, it's funny. I'm not, when I was at home, I was used to just the quiet of my house. Now that I'm here at the gym here, it's weird Like when I go to the afternoon and hear everybody in the gym at the same time. I like being at the gym by myself in solitude. It's really strange, but it's like, it's a different feel. It's a- Yeah, you like what you like. You like what you like. And that's so cool. I actually just watched, saw a commercial for that. And I was like- that's awesome because you you can like it like it's so virtual like like I think like all fitness machines and everything be it the Varus and the Peloton and the Nordic Track and I fit like all this crazy stuff has come so 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 far yeah. so now more so than ever like you can really find something you got to find something that like gives you that right yeah I've I've loved it so far I miss my machine at home because I used to like do declines and yeah see a nice pretty view but now I'm here <laughs> question is what helped you grow in your health and fitness journey help me grow I mean I think that I mean I could break this down but I really think what helped me grow in my fitness journey was my relationships with people Mm -hmm. and 
because I think health and fitness, I mean, you could break it down so many different ways, but for me, it was my outlet of not only connection, but also like it was a release for me. So health and fitness to me has always been about how you work through things. Um, you know, if you have a bad day and then you go to the gym and you feel better, or, you know, you're really, really sad and you go ride the bike and you have like an emotional breakthrough. Like I'll never forget something was happening. I can't remember like a before we like really closed down for quarantine. Um, and I was at Barry's and I like just pushed myself so hard. And I was like, I remember crying in Barry's and it's like, you have such, I feel like emotion is so, um, related to physical. And I feel like that, I guess that's really kind of like changed me or that's been really part of the growth and the journey is it's so much more mental and spiritual versus let me just go like crush my body. It's this whole, like, I'm so grateful for what I can do and like, look at all that I can do and championing yourself versus I just want to lose calories. I just want to lose weight. I just want to, I feel like that's just such a negative culture. And I feel like it has such a negative connotation to it versus like, I'm doing this to better myself. I love what I do. I love my body. Look at my legs and look at what I'm capable of. Look at what I can work through in here. Like even just saying it, it sounds energetically different, you know? And I feel like that's really been a lot about the growth for me is like, it's a more of a mental spiritual journey than just physical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that because like I found like when I started working out more because I used to not work out, I was just not a workout kind of a person. I thought I need to do this to better myself, not only just physically but mentally as well. Because like I've struggled with body confidence and stuff like that. And I know some people who do as well, and it's yeah. something that like as you start doing something, you find pleasure out of it instead of not like doing it as like a negative thing like oh I didn't work out I have to go work out because I need to lose weight or need to do something and it's just the mindset that that a lot of like people created about fitness is that you have to go to the gym to lose weight it's not just about that it's about how you feel take that fitness not just to a physical level but to a mental level yeah and I think a lot of times too you know I think it's a, a, you know, it's a very, no, I wouldn't like the word normal is like not even right, but I think a lot of women in general and probably men too, but I only really, I really only hang out with girls, coach girls, hit me, like I'm, I'm a girl's girl. So like, <laughs> yeah. I know that, I mean, everyone, all of my friends, like, I don't know a single girl that can say like, I've never had body, like been conscious about my body or not had any kind of body issues and be it like the extremes of eating disorders and things like that versus just, you know, walking by a mirror and being like, God, I hate the way I look, you know, that it's really that inner mean girl in your head. Mm -hmm. And once you kind of can wrangle her and kind of switch the narrative on yourself and like really love on yourself, I think that's when the major shift happens. Right. I hear a lot like, you know, someone will be like going to the gym seven times a week and like trying to crush your body in the end, but they're still talking so negative to themselves. And I'm like, your body is listening on a cellular level, uh, what you're saying to it. And it's kind of like that old experiment when you're like, I don't know, I think it's like a fifth grade experiment or something. Like you talk nice to one plant and you yell at another plant, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. silly like that. And it's just to teach you. And like you, normally like the plant that you talk to and you give all the love, to is going to grow more. Right. Um, it's just like that. Your body 
you're like love on yourself and you encourage yourself and you're not speaking all these negative, harsh things. Right. It's amazing the shift that can happen. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So my next question leading into this, what did you struggle with initially getting into health and fitness? Whether this be like in your college years in high school or just like now in the present being at Soul Cycle and stuff like that? Um, I think that I, I mean, I struggled a lot in college. You know, I definitely got really skinny. I definitely struggled with, I would say a pretty, pretty decent, um, eating disorder. I was really skinny in college. I got like really thin and I think it just became an obsession. Um, I, I'll never forget like my junior year coming back, I was really thin and I kept getting a lot of like praise for it. Like, you look so good. You're so skinny. And it became almost like a competition with myself. Like, let me see if I can get a little skinnier, a little skinnier, a little skinnier, a little, like a little more lean, a little more this. And it got to a point where it was just like super toxic. Um, and to be honest, I never, this was in an era, I feel like where like, we didn't have therapy at like the drop of our phone and and it wasn't widely talked about. And it was very still like, it was a very different world. I mean, I had a flip phone, a pink razor. I mean, that probably would blow your mind, right? It's not, the world wasn't what it is now. So I somehow kind of snapped out of it and just figured out how to be more healthy and talk to myself better. And I can't really say like what kind of pulled me out of that dark spot. But I think that learning to... I think a huge part is learning balance and not being a zero to a hundred or like life is not a pass fail. Like if you have a couple Oreos, don't eat the whole box. Like, you know, you don't have to like fall off the bandwagon completely just because like you cheated a little. So I think really most of my relationship with health and fitness was finding the balance and then also finding the fun. Because like I said, from the last question, like feel like maybe through college and things like that, it was all about like, let's get thin. How thin can we get? Like, da, da, da. Right. And then it became more like, how can I be like, how can I be healthy? Not only like from the inside out, not only in my like body, but also my mind, my heart, my spirit. And then it became this like round, well-rounded, balanced out thing. Mm-hmm. But that takes so much. That takes time. I mean, I just like yeah. condense that into like I could just condense like maybe a decade or two into like a little ball. Um, I'm dating myself age wise, but I think it's really a journey and an exploration. And the more grace you can give yourself and to learn and lean in, the better. Honestly, yeah, yeah, I would agree. So I'm, I'm still on that journey of like. healthy and being fitness and stuff trying to like lose weight but not be too hard on myself yeah to do it yeah I think that now more so than ever there's just so much pressure um whether it be Instagram or TikTok like I can't even imagine growing up like with the amount of technology that you have at your fingertips it was almost like like I can't even imagine going to high school with an iPhone 11 and like having all the apps and all the things like that's so wild. So I think like also, yeah, I mean, you have, you have like number one, you have to be kind to yourself because that's where it starts. Honestly. Yeah. Um, My next question is how do you stay motivated to be healthy and fit? 
How do I stay motivated? Well, I mean, my job helps. <laughs> and I, I think when I feel unmotivated or I'm feeling anxious or, you know, I'm just being down on myself, it's usually because I'm making it about me. And I am in a, a job and a career that is more or less about lifting others up and serving others. So like you said, I love to like help people. I love to serve people. And I think a lot of times when I'm, I call it like the badlands or like the bad moments, or I call them the bottom outs, um, or headed for burnout. It's because I'm making it about me mm -hmm. and I need to make it about them. And usually that can kind of spin whatever negative narrative I have going on into something more positive. I also feel like when I am not feeling motivated, I am a music junkie. So I am a huge advocate of like making a pump up playlist, making a morning playlist. Like I have a playlist for any avenue or any emotion I'm feeling. Um, yeah. To like, if I need something to hype me up, if I need something to get me out of bed, if I'm feeling kind of like, Ugh, I have like meditation playlists. Like I really think music is medicine and I've always, I mean, I went to school for music. So music is like, I don't know. I feel like it's the backbone. It's the bedrock of all that I do. Soul, fitness, beyond the bike, whatever. So I've always really leaned on that when I'm not feeling super motivated. And I also listen to podcasts and crazy YouTube videos, like YouTube pump up videos. Like we have so, you have such a wealth of knowledge and a lot of free knowledge literally at our fingers. And access to it. Yeah. So it's really just about, okay, I'm feeling this way, acknowledging how you're feeling. And I think that's a lot of it too. It's like, you don't have to be fake. You can be like, you know what, I'm not feeling it today, but what can I do to like just put one step in the right direction? And I know this is really silly, but one of my favorite little songs is from Frozen 2 where it's like, do the next right thing to like singing about whatever, but it's really true. It's like, okay, the question's like, why is this happening to me? Woe is me. Why does she have that? Why does she get that body? Those aren't the questions that are going to empower you and, and get you out of your hole, you know? It'll, it'll tear you down. Exactly. It's like asking the, like, what can I do? What, like, how, how can I move some way in the right direction? It's like, if you're feeling like a two, it's kind of hard to go from a two from a two to a ten. But if you're at a two and you know, okay, well, I can listen to this and maybe I'll do that and I'll, you know, I'll put on my go-to podcast or my go-to thing and maybe I'll feel like a five. And that's workable. Okay, that's scalable. I can keep climbing from there. Just don't like sit in it and be like, why? Woe is me? Because that is gonna like, you know, snowball effect and avalanche effect and bring you further down. Right. Yeah. I've had that maybe before. Like sometimes some days I'm like, just like not feeling it or just not like motivated to do anything. I put on, so I have a couple things I do. I have a queue on YouTube with my a whole bunch of episodes that uh, episodes, videos. Oh, that's it's like, cool. It's like a thousand videos in it that, that I just, I just play all the time just to get me motivated or I play this specific playlist I have on Apple music yeah just do a podcast and that really just gets me like motivated to do stuff and seeing other people do things helps me do it as well and sometimes even as me doing a workout will help me get into that mode of like okay now I feel like I can get things going and like writing stuff down writing stuff out yeah a lot I think 
I, I mean, I do a couple things in the morning. So I always write in my gratitude practice. So I use the start today journal. I'm a huge Rachel Hollis fan and I really just love this journal. It's just been something that I've kind of like clung to a little bit during quarantine and I got it a little bit pre-quarantine, but it really became something that I, it was like fundamental in my daily routine. And I also am a huge believer in moving your body in the morning. And if you don't, it's like, if you can't do like a full quote unquote workout in the morning, do something like go on like a brisk 10 minute walk or, you know, just do a little something because I really do believe it kind of like jump starts your day. It kind of like kick starts you and like get your endorphins up. And like, I can't, like, I feel like the only way you know how good you can feel from a morning workout is like the days where you don't do that morning workout. Exactly. kind of feel like, Right. Wanna really do anything. Like even on my day off when I'm supposed to like rest because I do classes six days a week. So I try to on my day off like rest, don't do anything. I still have to do a little something in the morning. Otherwise I'm like sluggish, like I'm a bug all day. Exactly. Exactly. You can't do that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And like I feel like especially like morning routines are crucial to the way you start your day because me I'm not a night owl I'm usually in bed by at least 10 30 or 11. yeah I wake up really early at like 5 a.m <laughs> yeah, you told me that you're like I get up at 4 30 I was like that's too early for me <laughs> <laughs> yeah I get up very early and I just like to like not only just like well my what I do in the morning usually I wake up at five to sit five to six, I like to get myself ready, fill up my water, uh, or I'll have it ready the night before, get my workout clothes on and go to the gym and work out. Cause I know if I don't do it, then I know myself and I'll get yeah. too tired during the day and I won't do it in the afternoon. That's why I just love doing workouts in the morning. Yeah, like you said, I, it's I your jump like, start. Yeah. And I also think that like, you're so much less likely to go at night because things can happen and things can come yeah. up or like you have like a really shitty day or a crappy call or something that like throws you off and then you're just kind of in an icky mood mm-hmm. and then you're sitting there and you're like, oh, now I have to go. And like, right. versus, it kind of like looms over you all day, you know? Exactly. It's just like That's other exactly things. What yeah. Like you have to do. Day. Yeah. Right. In the morning, done. Check it off your list. It's all good. Um, and a lot of people I talk to about this are like, well, I just am not a morning person or I just don't. And I'm like, you gotta at least try. And it, try at least you know, it's going to be hard. It's going to be a little challenging for maybe a week or two weeks or three weeks. I remember when I was living in LA, I got a job that was like a lot further away commute wise. And I remember having to get up at four or five and like the first week or two was hell. But then again, it's like anything else. Then you get your body acclimated. You get in that routine. You're going to bed like, you know, between nine and 10, you're getting up at four or five and you start to develop it. You start to just develop and it becomes a habit. Yeah. The habit becomes easier. Yeah, it definitely does. Cause I've, cause I've found that if I don't do it in the mornings, like I didn't work out this morning, but I told myself intentionally, you got to have the intention behind it you have to substitute if you didn't do it in the morning, at least try to do it in the afternoon. Cause like, I know for me, if I don't set my intention to do that workout in the afternoon, when I know I have time, it won't get done. Yeah. And that's the thing in the mornings too, you have to do, you have to say, okay, I'm committed to myself to do that thing. I'm committed to myself to do that workout. And it's just intentions with like 
fitness is a lot because I could because like you have to say are you willing to do this for yourself yeah you want to get yourself better I, I I even love that that's amazing because it, it just changes also how you're talking to yourself and I also think too if you're really having a tough time get an accountability buddy because exactly. you're exactly. so much less likely to not show up when you know that other person is showing up. It, be, right. it becomes like that FOMO that like, oh shit, like I have to go because I told her I was going to be there. And like, I don't want to be that person that goes back on my word. So sometimes like, and I remember that, you know, it's, it's when they, when they, especially in the winter and I know you're kind of East, you're East coast, right? You're a little, yeah, yeah you're East coast. So, I mean, it's dark in the morning and you don't yeah. want to get up and then it could be snowing out like right here in Boston and you're right. like, I don't want to go. But if you know your friend's going to meet you there, then you go because you're like, I don't want to be that girl. I'm going to show right. up. Exactly. And then sometimes your friend doesn't show up and you're like, ah, what? <laughs> yep. But that yep. doesn't happen too often. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, just, you got to find like, and plus the thing is for me, is that the main thing for me when I, when I, when people ask me like, how do you have the motivation to work out in the mornings? You have to know your body. You have to know yourself, what your limits are and like what you want to go through in order to get to where you want. Because that's the thing for me. Cause I, I started waking up early in around like middle school, six or sixth or seventh grade. Cause I knew, I noticed how tired I would get in the afternoons after I would come home from school. Yeah. Yeah. How could I maximize my day so I won't have to do as much at night? And that's when I started waking up at like, I started initially at like 5.30, but then I thought, okay, maybe I can get myself a little bit up or a little bit earlier. So then I started off at five and it's been like that ever since. Yeah. You got to know your body and what, like what feels good to you and what time feels good for you, because that's the thing you have to know, like when your peak motivations are like for me, Peak motivation in the mornings, the afternoon. I get, I get into a rough afternoon slump, and like the nighttime, yeah, I'm done. I'm done around like nine nine thirty. I just can't do anything. <laughs> I feel like also I I have a few friends that are not morning people, but they're very very regimented with their their afternoon. They have the kind of flexibility where they have like a noon or an eleven or a three p.m. and but they're committed. It's not like, oh, I'm going to do all this other stuff and like maybe I'll do a 3 p.m. So again, I love that. Like, I, I mean, I'm a firm believer like mornings are a go, but I guess also like there could be those people out there that are super committed to like an 11 a.m. workout. That's not me, but if it works, you know, it, it works if you work it. So if it's working, like if it ain't broke, don't fix right. it. Keep going. Right. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Um, my other question is what tips and tricks do you have for people just starting their health and fitness journey? Just starting your health and fitness journey. I think that this is a huge thing with quarantine and COVID and everything, whether you're just starting out or you're just coming back, I think you got to give yourself a little grace. And I think that again, with all the social media and the highlight reel and seeing all these bodies people doing whatever we have a tendency to constantly compare ourselves to others it's just this constant like why don't I look like that or whatever and why can't I do that and I you can't compare your chapter one with someone's chapter 50 chapter 100 like your journey is your journey and it's so unique to you and give yourself a little grace like give yourself credit for showing up I always say 99% of this is just showing up and I think if more people just let themselves just it wasn't so like 
again, like that pass fail. I have to have a, like a PR, I have to have a record. I have to do this. Like if we didn't put so much pressure on ourselves and we kept it fun and we were just like, I would like, I'm just here, I'm showing up, I'm doing it. I think you're so much more likely to like fall in love with something versus like it being this icky thing that you're always like, well, I wish I did more. I wish I was better. I wish I looked like her on the treadmill or I wish I could lift heavier weights. Like it really is all in how you approach it and really giving yourself that grace. You're a beginner. Like it's going to be awkward when you show up at the gym and you don't know what to do. Maybe go with a friend or hire a trainer. And if you can't hire a trainer, watch videos on YouTube. Like you can find anything on YouTube. Like I couldn't figure out how to do something. Like it could be so random. Like how to light a pilot light, like, like the most random house crap. And like, (laughs) like you can find anything on YouTube. So if you go to the gym and you're like, I feel awkward because I don't know how to do something. Literally you have so much free knowledge at your fingertips. Like don't forget get like a little bit of grit in a Google search bar, you can conquer the world. So like, um, I think that just give yourself a little credit and a little grace. Like you're showing up and you're trying and you'll figure out your routine and you'll get into it and you'll get, you know, you'll learn more as you go. I think we're really afraid to be beginners or to put ourselves out there. Or if it doesn't look a certain way on the first, you know, couple tries or first couple weeks, we're like, Oh, I'll just quit. Cause like, whatever. And it's like, no, you've got to keep going. Like the only way you can fail is if you quit, just keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, d- I would definitely agree. Cause I've noticed like now that I've started to work out, I haven't been comparing it myself as much to people like on Instagram or TikTok, but sometimes I'll get into that mindset, like doing that. I'm like, oh man, I wish I would, I had that girl's body and like stuff like that. But then I, t- I say, I stop myself and I say, Sierra, stop your working on yourself to do that don't compare yourself to that because you might not they might not be the person that you might want to be yeah I think that's super great I mean you nailed it I also feel like I see you wearing an apple watch and I feel like so many people have need to break up with their apple watch because I all I ever hear about is like I have to close the rings I have to close the rings so again just like Give yourself grace. If you're showing up, if you're doing your best, if you're doing something, again, like one foot in front of the other, one pedal stroke at a time, whatever it is, just like do the next right thing. Do a little bit more, that little bit extra, but don't, don't make it this like pressure filled thing. It should always be kind of fun, some kind of release, some kind of like, ah, feel better now. If you don't feel better now, that's like, a red flag, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, my last question is what has been the best thing for you to do to keep healthy and fit in my whole life or like during quarantine or Um, both. You can give me both things. Healthy and fit. Uh, I really think that I really think that where the trip up is, is thinking that your body and your brain aren't connected. I really think so much of it is mental. And I think that's ultimately why I fell in love with SoulCycle because it's like therapy. It's, it's cleansing. It's amazing in ways. I've pushed my body in ways because my mental toughness and my belief in myself is so much stronger than it ever was. And my brain and body are so connected now and I think that I, I, I think that if more people 
found that and worked on their mental game and how, again, how they talk to themselves and the thoughts they have and all that, they would notice how the shift in their body. And then what was the question? I'm sorry. I just like, uh, you're, you're good. <laughs> what's the best thing for you to do to keep healthy and fit? Best thing for you to do. Okay. So like I said, I really think it's a mental game. Um, what are you reading? What are you watching? A uh, little thing my dad always used to say to me is, Maddie, you don't just eat through your mouth. You eat through your eyes and your ears. So if you're constantly listening to like bad news or watching like the news or the COVID ticker or whatever it is, and you're constantly in the state of like listening to bad things and hearing bad things and watching bad things that aren't making you better and helping your mental toughness or your mental game and making you feel like spiritually whole then it's going to be a lot harder for anything else to work. It's like, if the mind's not right, the body's not going to be right and nothing else is going to fall in line. Like I'm a huge believer in that. So I think like expanding, expanding your brain in terms of like, read a personal development book, read a book, a, you know, like listen to a podcast that's uplifting and motivating. Um, but I really think that I think for me, definitely getting my mental health right and like what I'm listening to, what I'm watching, what I'm reading and how that can better myself has been a direct correlation of literally getting everything else on point. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, 100% for sure. That's awesome. That's great. Well, that's all the questions I have for you today. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that is it. Yeah. <laughs> rapid fire moment questions anything like that um spare the moment <laughs> oh what workout equipment do you like the best a bike or a treadmill or lightweight I love it all. So I think it's really about one like what's your budget so if you have a super low budget like you could get a pair of free rates from Target I don't think they're too, too much. You might be able to like find some on like Shopify or eBay or wherever. I think having a pair of free weights is awesome because you can do so much with that. Right. Um, I of course love my bike. I love my, I don't have a treadmill in my house, but I have a soul cycle at home bike. I really think, I mean, it, I think it just depends on your scale and your budget and also what you like, but I think bare minimum, a yoga mat and free weights, yeah. because that gives you the ability to do any kind of plyometrics, body weight workouts, a dance workout, a yoga workout, like low weight arms and abs, like I was doing all summer long, you know, like yeah. you can do so much with that. So you can start really small or you can build up to having a whole at home gym. But I really think like those are what has, have been the game changers for me. Yeah. And I think you're also more likely to pick up something. Uh, if it's in like your living room or insight, like if you just keep all your stuff in a closet, you could just like put it away. You know, it's like yeah. in a closet, like there's stuff in my closet. I probably haven't seen in like years. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. But I keep all my workout stuff kind of like in the living room and it's like within sight. And I know it's not very a cute, sexy living room during COVID, but it's COVID. So, um, but when it's in my sight, then I'll be like, oh, well, I have like 10 minutes. I could do like. Right, exactly. I think that having it out. Yeah, right, exactly. One of the things that I actually started to do is that when I was at home, I noticed that if I put my shoes on my shoe shelf, 
I wouldn't pick them up and go downstairs to do a workout. But if I laid them out on the floor, it triggers me to go and work out. It's weird the way like things, when things are in your sight, in yeah. you're tempted and motivated to go do that thing. Yeah. Well, I also think you're setting yourself up for success, right? So when I used to have really morning, early morning classes, like early, like, you know, the five thirties or the six a.m. I would lay everything out. It'd be like a conveyor belt. So I'd be like, zoop, 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 and I was like ready to go. So like, it's just like, how can you make it easier for yourself? It's like all about like making it like simpler or easier or just like tricking your brain into like, Oh, okay. It's there. Here I go. Like, it's just that kind of like, Oh, and then it kind of switches your mindset. Yeah. Yeah. If, oh, if you're doing out at home workouts, who's your favorite go-to person on like YouTube or like Instagram or stuff like that to go to do a workout? Um, okay. So, uh, let me see if she's even on YouTube. I have, I mean, I, I am obviously like in the circle of fitness people. So I follow a lot of different people, but I think, I mean, you can go do my workouts. They were pretty fun over the summer. Um, let's see, videos. Um, I have a really great girlfriend, Danielle Pacenti in LA. She has a bunch of YouTube videos and workouts, nutrition tips. So, I mean, I don't really necessarily have a go-to person because I, a lot of times will jump on my bike and take like a soul class from a friend or either on the Varus app or whatever it is. But I mean, I also think like literally you can type into YouTube what you want. You could be like 30 minute uh, upper body, blah, blah, blah. And then just start clicking around. Like I know when I click into something just by someone's voice, if I'm like, oh man, can't do that. You know, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I love you, like all love, but like some people, you know what I mean? Where you, or if you drop into a yoga class or a meditation class, sometimes it's just like, yo, your voice isn't for me. Like, I love you so much, but like, right. I exactly. you find your people. Like, and that was the same way with meditation for me. I love Sarah Blondin and I like have had to like work through and find the people that I like, or for yoga that like. Um, you just find your people, but it's all like trial and error. Like right. be willing to try it and be like, if you get 10 minutes in and you're like, I just like this person is not working for me. Click on the next one. Like exactly. and right. then you find people you like, I, I mean, I, yeah, I feel like mostly I'm teaching now I'm back up to teaching soul twice a day. So like, I'm not jonesing for my own workout outside of that. I, and we still have like more berries and things opening, but I would say like YouTube's your best friend, like poke around and follow your friends and ask around, like, who do you like? What do you like? I, I honestly, that's like such a, a curveball question. Cause I, I, other than my friend, Danielle Pacenti, I don't really have anyone. <laughs> hmm. I can't think of anything else. That's okay. <laughs> we can, that could be it. <laughs> well, I loved having you on this on this show. I've been wanting to have you here for a while since I, since I started my own podcast and been listening to you. And I love your energy. You're just so energetic, and I love it so much. So thank yeah, you so, so much. I'm so proud of you. You are like the fact that you're going after it. You're you're saying yes, and you bought. You're doing the podcast thing. I mean, so many people dream about it and never act on it. So just know that like one step in the right direction. Just keep putting yourself out there, showing up and being brave and watch it all bloom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Alright you guys, that is it for today's episode. I had so much fun recording with Maddie today and I'm so glad you guys tuned in to listen. I'm so glad to have her on the podcast today. So yeah, stay tuned for more episodes coming out every Tuesday morning at 9am. I'll see you next week.